you've joined Pathways to Resilience, the podcast where real people share real stories, helping us build our playbook toward resilience. And now, here's the host of the show, Melissa Santos. Welcome back to Pathways to Resilience. I am so glad to have you back listening and really excited to welcome this month's guest, Marisa Brown. Marisa has been working at Apple for over 16 years and is currently the head of marketing and competitive intel and is just an all-around incredible woman um, that I had the pleasure of meeting um, and hearing a bit about her story and preparation for this podcast. And I'm thrilled that you're going to be able to hear some of her insights and heartfelt wisdom today. So welcome, Marisa. Hi, thank you so much. It's great to be here and to to share my experience, strength, and hope. Yeah, that's exactly what I got from you last time, experience, strength, and hope. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Marisa. Sure. So so I grew up my formative years really in Minnesota. I, I was born in New York. We moved to Alaska, then moved to Seattle when I was like in, I don't know, elementary school. And then from there really came to settle in, and, you know, in Minnesota and um, so in St. Paul. And I would just say, I think a lot of that travel, that early, you know, going to different schools, even in Minnesota, I went to like, I don't even know, six different schools in a very short period of time. But I do think that you know, it was, it was something that I, you know, just had to learn how to adapt to new environments always, you know, always changing. Um, But anyway, went to, went to high school there, um, got into, uh, and I played sports in school. Thank goodness. I played sports in school, um, basketball, you know, all of those things. And then, and went on to college and um, at Stanford university, which was, you know, my family, everyone had gone to the East coast for college um, as you can see, education was very important in our family, but I was going to kind of branch out and do something different and go go west. And, um, you know, it was a big decision, I think, but but also, you know, and I I loved it. I mean, I love I saw I didn't even visit the school. I, I just saw a picture wow. of a windsurfer on the cover and said, oh, I think That's I'm going it. to that school. <laughs> yeah, I love exactly. it. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, so it was it was great. You know, there was a lot of great things about it. But anyway, went there. Um, and, and met my future husband there. Um, couldn't play sports because I wasn't good enough, but I did make the uh, cheerleading team. So that was, uh, they're called dollies actually at Stanford. But I will just say this as we get into kind of, you know, more talking about, um, you know, who we are and, 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 and resilience and all that is just that I also came there, I think also very intimidated, um, you know, very intimidated. It was, I mean, you know, people were inventing vaccines, you know, in your class, right. that kind of, right. you know, right. so, but um, very much always looking to fit in. And so that's why I joined, you know, tried to to be on a team. Um, you know, I, I always wanted to be part of. So anyway, that's, that's just a little bit about me. Um, yeah, I mean, up until, and, and college is really when when some of my, I think, issues started. So that's why I kind of st- stopped there. I will just yeah. say, went on, yeah, went on to graduate school after I got married, after I graduated, and then, um, you know, went on to to really work in, in Silicon Valley and 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 love, 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 you know, the, the work that we're doing um, at, at, at Apple. So anyway, that's a little bit about me. 
Great. Thank you. You know, I'm struck as we're, um, well, the theme here, seeing the goodness, but when you talk about um, this adaptive, adapting that you needed to do from different schools, Mm -hmm. from moving, uh, just think, seeing these little glimpses of your resiliency building in that your, the core of who you were looked for places to fit in, looked for places to belong, sports and teams being part of that. And so that's a resiliency factor, right? Because others, you know, have a different, it's more, that's hard to do or joining a team is not, is something that's just way too scary. So just kind of how those, that experience prepared you for being able to, you know, be resilient at Stanford and in Silicon Valley. Well, right. And I just think, you know, there, there's, um, you know, a change is always just difficult. I think, you know, I, I'm so, it's so funny because things are always changing at, you know, it's the constant, but I, I as a tourist, I was born in May. I, I'm trying, I'm looking for like, where is the stability? I just remember thinking, um, you know, when I get to be an adult, it'll be great because then, you know, everything will be set and I'll know what to do. And I was like, yeah. Oh, how, how, what are, an awakening when you get to be an adult and you think, Oh, right. I got to, you know, what are those next steps, even in your work, you know, how do you kind of go from where, where you are now, where do you want to be and thinking about all of that and all of that change. And, and, um, and certainly at a place like, you know, in Silicon Valley, where there are a lot of reorganizations, we just had one very recently. I mean, you're just dealing with so much change. And I think over time, that's probably kind of where I got some of that um, ability to adapt. And also just through some of my, you know, and I I mentioned college specifically because I really did start to have a problem there with drugs and alcohol. And so that was a very um, important time. I mean, it was a very difficult time, but it was also, um, you know, I, I used alcohol and drugs to cope with pressure, with stress, And, you know, I think it started off kind of being a fun thing and, you know, people partied in college, that kind of thing. But for me, it was all, I always was very, I mean, it it had a purpose. I was trying to, you know, get drunk, get wasted, whatever, and not have to think and deal with a lot of the, the, you know, the challenges. And I, and I was very close to, you know, not being able to graduate based on that. Um, I, I definitely sought help. That was one of the first times I sought help uh, around um, for my for my cocaine use. But I remember thinking so distinctly then, like, oh, God, well, I can still drink. Woo, thank God I can still drink. You know, I'll get rid of this thing. And that did, I mean, that was very, very helpful. I was able to focus, you know, graduate, do well, all of that. But the drinking then took off from there. And it really kind of spiraled out of control in, in the sense of, um, you know, I could keep it under wraps for a while. I ended up getting married um, very soon after. My my husband didn't really know about how bad the drinking was at that point. And we moved to Boston. I started graduate school, you know, and all, all of that. It, it, and at the same time, um, you know, so again, I really relied. I mean, th- then I then it just was out of control. Then I was in a in a bad in a bad space. Um and I actually put myself in treatment because I thought like, if I don't, you know, I'm going to lose him. I'm going to lose the relationship. I'm, you know, I might hurt someone. I'm going to kill someone. I just, it was, it was very, very, very scary, yeah. um, but it was the best thing. I, I appreciate your, your honesty and vulnerability there. And I, it's interesting because I think people 
certainly the media and things like paint a certain picture of addiction. Um, and, uh, for you, it was, and, and although cr- looking back, I'm sure you think we can see how crazy the, t- it, the time was of using, but I'm oh, struck yeah. by you talking about searching for stability, searching for that sense of stability and wonder, you know, when our brains, when <laughs> there's a great video that's out, um, on YouTube that describes how addiction impacts the brain or, you know, and it's kind of talks about how it hijacks the brain and almost mm-hmm. could you relate to the the concept that like that initially was a coping mechanism. It eventually became a problem, but started out as something that was helping you seek after that stability. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and feeling like things were okay. And that, you know, I was coping, you know, and thinking I'm coping. Okay. But clearly, you know, with and and this is true with you know those types of things. They, you know, you 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 just go into a space where it no longer is is that anymore, and then it's really become a problem. Absolutely. So, um, but you're right, and I think going through treatment, then going to AA, that was really very helpful in terms of being able to, um, because of course what that eventually I got to was that it's not all these things outside of myself, but it's these, it's, it's the dealing with inside of myself and being able to sit and and really, you know, work through those things, work through those things. Because I believe if you don't work through those things, they just continually come up right in the present, in the present moment. Um, And you just kind of, you know, struggle, struggle with those. But I mean, it's not anything that I would say, Again, the resiliency and and just trying to think about, you know, was was, you know, I was down for sure, but I'm not out. And I think that, you know, (laughs) that was like a really and I asked for help. I mean, that was the other thing I really needed. I needed a lot of help. I needed my family. I needed my husband, my friends, all of those things. And, you know, it was really, I guess, a, a, a journey to go, you know. A, a within journey, but then helping me ultimately be able to deal with a lot of things, obviously that are you know going to get sent your way. You try to plan how things are going to go, but then life has other plans, as we know. Absolutely, so. absolutely. And I, you know, pointing out that important, such an important piece of resiliency and just like sustaining wellness in a, in the human experience is not looking for that stability outside of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> but connecting to realigning our inner stability. Yes. Oh yeah. And that really, I mean, that I feel like, you know, takes a lot of, a lot of time because, you know, for all the years that I was sort of journeying into the, you know, using and, 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 you know, medicating myself that way, it took as probably as many years to go, I can find other ways to do this and and really learning exercise was a key piece of that for me. Now, my husband was always a huge, like, you know, he played basketball at Stanford. He was a big, you know, he was like, are you ever going to exercise again after we got married? (laughs) You know, I was like, what? I I walk, you know, and he was like, look, just come to goals gym with me for three months. If you don't see results in three months, I'll never ask you again. And um, of course I was hooked. So it was another way of having an outlet, a way of kind of dealing with stress, tension, you know, you know, all of those types of things. And then you get a great benefit, right? Your endorphins. So, Mm -hmm. um, but exercise, you know, then it moved into, you know, the step aerobics, you know, that was hot for a while. Uh Uh (laughs) 
but it, but always something running. Um, and that took the place, I think, you know, of you've got to find those things that help, you know, also when you give up one thing, you know, what is going to replace that? What's that Mm -hmm. going to be that source of, of, you know, goodness. So um, I would just say that was a really big piece for me. And still to this day, now I'm riding horses. And so I just go from, you know, and hopefully that will continue, but my daughter has gotten me into that and, you know, animals and nature, that's the, that's a really big, um, it's all part of that process, I think, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. all part of that process. And, and I will just say, I mean, and recently uh, I'll just say, you know, my husband has passed away. Um, that was another really big thing. Of course, you're, you're planning your life and, you know, we're like, oh, the kids are grown and we're gonna, and then unfortunately just during COVID, you know, um, he was diagnosed with, um, stage four cancer and it was not, I mean, there was basically, you know, the, the, it was six months from the time he was diagnosed until he passed away. And so that was, um, yeah, November of last year, a 21. So, you know, I would have never in a million years thought that that's where, where we'd be. And, and this is where the gratitude, I, I, I know we haven't really touched on it, but like that, I think for me was just the beginning of really working on my gratitude practice. Um, because I've just been incredibly sad, clearly. Um, yeah, I mean, we were married 33 years and then more time, you know, of course, before that at Stanford and he was just my rock, you know, he, he was just my, my cheerleader, my everything. So, um, yeah, it was just tough and, and is tough. I mean, it seems like it's getting tougher actually (laughs) as I go go on and, you know, worried for the kids, those types of things. But I, but the gratitude practice brings me back to all that we've had and all that we've shared. And it's like, you know, when you're an alcoholic, you say, thank God I'm an alcoholic. You know, that that's a, a thing that we, we feel gratitude for because it helps us know all that we have come through and that we, you know, we can help others. Right. And we can, and, and so I went back to that gratitude practice um, with his passing and it's just been so helpful to be in that state of grace and to say, this is all we've had. And it's been amazing. Um, it, it just helps me to cope. Yeah. You know? That's what I was so struck by. And what's that kind of where the seeing the goodness piece came from all your conversation around that practice of gratitude. Mm. And, you know, as you're describing both your journey um, to sobriety, which has been over 25 years, I think we want to certainly see yeah. that. And and the loss of the love of your life, you know, that this, um, all those sadness and, and I can't, you know, imagine immense loss. Yeah. Choosing to see what was the goodness in our relationship? What was the goodness in him? What was the goodness in our life? Um, yeah. and, 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 you know, kind of blanking at that all in gratitude. So what are those mm-hmm how, what are you noticing about how you're using that to get through this loss? Well, it's very much a daily practice, I will say, because I, I, and it, it it brings together just a lot of things. Um, one of my, my mottos is, is life rewards action. Um, and so 
because I, you know, like anyone can get really overtaken by kind of the negative thinking, the spiral, the, you know, um, just, just the permanence of the loss, you know, like, oh, I can't talk to him again. Oh, you know, so Mm -hmm. that part, it can get really dark, get really hard, but that daily kind of, you know, again, just reminding oneself, reminding myself of all that I do have, the beautiful children, the, you know, the air that I breathe. I mean, sometimes it's just as simple as that, taking a breath in and breathing a breath out. Um, But that kind of gets me on that path and on that action of growing and, 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 you know, feeling in a state of grace versus Um, and I'm not saying I didn't have time to feel sorry for myself and just feel, you know, because you do, and that's really, that's so, so important as well. It's like these things happen, but now, and and again, this is maybe the life rewards action is it's happened, you know, but now what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do? Um, you know, um, and that's kind of, it just has sustained me. So it's a daily practice. I do a lot on oh, um, the daily timer. Um, that's an app, you know, it's a free app. And I, I actually got the subscription to it because so I can download things. But, you know, if I just need to take a break and just hear even positive affirmations, you know, um, those are really grounding and really, really helpful because it's, it is a practice and it is, you know, like anything you have to continue to, to do it. I think, um, over time, but it has really helped me. And people, you know, a lot of times people at work will just say, you know, I just, you just seem so happy. You know, you just, and I'm like, overall, because I have, I have had so much, you know? And so now it's, it's like all about, you know, giving back and helping other people too, because we all need that support. You know, I've, I've certainly gotten it from my family, from my friends, my sisters have both come out multiple times, you know, since even when my husband was sick, um, my mom, my dad, you know, and his family. So all of that together, I mean, you just got to be, you know, so grateful for that because that's what's helped me to cope um, and continues to help me to cope uh, with, you know, it, it's just an ongoing process. It's like beginner's mind. It never, <laughs> right. the wheel keeps a turn. The wheel keeps turning. And sometimes you don't know which direction. I, I like, <laughs> and I noted this from our, um, prior conversation, you, you'd use the term, take a beat. I think it's important that you just said that because coping and what we're talking about, your coping skills, your gratitude, your attitude of gratitude doesn't mean always happy. doesn't mean bury grief. Doesn't mean not to, doesn't mean you can't grieve with grace for yourself, right? Doesn't mean grace, like it's going to look pretty. I'm sure there are days that don't look very pretty, right? Or feelings that don't look Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But allowing space for all of the full bit, full emotions to, to move through. Um, you know, yeah, though, that, that's such a good point because I think some of the things that really even led me often to, to have like issue with, you know, alcohol and, and, and drugs or whatever was about not being comfortable with those real, the difficult feelings, right. The things that were really, really hard. I sometimes call that sitting with the shit. I'm yeah, sorry I like if I that. swear, maybe I it's can. okay. It's um, okay. But um yeah, I mean, I just used to have a really hard time with that. And now I'm just like, I try to embrace it, you know, really. And I know that sounds so so weird, but it's really true. It's like, yeah, I mean, if I'm really angry, like I'm just gonna, you know, and and 
And that's okay to go into that feel. Why am I so angry? You know, but that introspection, I think really helps get a handle on it. It can transmute it to other things, but absolutely. Cause there is the full range. I mean, we're humans. We have the full range. And, and when somebody that you have loved so much passes away, you're going to be pissed. You're going to be sad. You're going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to be all of those things. And it's, so it's not pushing those feelings away, but it is sitting with those feelings and sitting with that, uh, you know, and, and, you know, the loss, the emptiness, the, 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 the finality of that. And, and that is weighty. It really is, but it, it is like those, you know, like they, the, 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 the clouds do pass, the clouds do pass. And um, yeah, that gives me such hope because I always go, all right, I guess I'll just have to, you know, I'm just in that, that space, you know, and you never know when it's going to get triggered. Right. Right. But, but it happens. But the thing is, I know that I can be okay with it. Um, So that has been a big, I mean, you know, we maybe touched a little on, but that growth mindset, I think is just that um, now I know I can weather those storms versus before I was like, you know, (laughs) how can I get the, where's the, right. I have to alter my state. (laughs) You know, I don't have to do that anymore. Well, you, you're talking about it's still seeking that inner stability, right? Oh, and, yes, yes. and part of part of seeking and achieving that inner stability is checking in. Oh yeah, I'm pissed <laughs> or I'm whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. let me give some time to to that. Um, you know, we say if all our feelings are okay. Now what we do with them, you know, we've got to make choices there. Um, but mm-hmm. but that's part of if if we're not in tune with how we're feeling. And maybe doing, like you said, some introspection on why we're feeling that way, then we're not stable, right? We're, we're out of whack, Um, which then, like you said, that's when it starts spilling into other areas of our lives or just spilling out of control. And so sort of this idea that allowing the feeling, acknowledging the feeling, whatever that might be, um, is a way to reconnect to that inner stability even though it might not feel so stable, right? In right, the moment. right. And that that's a practice. Like you said, you know, it, it is, you, you're absolutely right. It is the search for the stability. And the thing is, it's not outside of myself. That is what I've come to know. It's inside. And, you know, it's funny, but my mom is a psychologist and I think she was always kind of trying to tell, you know, she was hinting at it. She was telling me, um, but again, you know, with parents, and we know this with our kids, like you want to tell them and have them get it. But 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 the reality is what you do is you have to experience and go through that and come to it, of course, on your own. And that's that's always the hard thing about being the parent, too. I'm sure my mom was like, Absolutely. Ah. Yeah, Absolutely. but, you know, we have to to take those journeys. And, they're, and you wouldn't trade them. That's the other thing. You know, you wouldn't, because all of that, has gotten me to this point, you know, and again, like you said, that stability, it's not outside, it's within. And sometimes I forget that too. And then I go, ah, Marisa, you know, don't be shopping on that internet, (laughs) right? Maybe take a little break. there. Maybe just one pair of shoes, but then (laughs) (laughs) exactly. And then, you know, just to have that, that, that quiet time, that introspective time, um, yeah, for sure. So, and and I am a pretty outgoing, gregarious person in, in general, but I feel like, yeah, I probably got a little too much stuff from out, you know, from the, from outside. And I'm trying to, you know, the cultivating that inner, um, 
uh, security, that inner result, that is where it's at. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. And it's not, it doesn't mean we get it right all the time. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, another thing I was struck, we, you talked a lot about being a seeker and, um, and oh. even in talking about your journey here from, you know, growing up and all through this was this adapting to change, adapting to change, adapting to change. And this is change that, like you said, it wasn't necessarily what you, in the story that you were projecting, right? Like, yes, it's going to change when we have kids. Yes. It's going to change when we're homeowners or get a new position. Um, but you talked about re- this kind of redefining opportunity. Oh yeah. You know, it's so funny because you, you reminded me of um, a little bit of a, of a, of a story that I thought when I was first getting, getting not so much sober, but really, I mean, the seeking and, and, and I think it was kind of the journey to going within and, and really working on a spiritual practice, working on a, you know, resilience um, or, or gratitude in, in general. But I was thinking, you know, if I head down the spiritual path, you know, I will then be above all of these feelings. You know, I will be, I won't have to worry about pain and heartache anymore because and of course, you know, that bubble was burst. Um, and, and I was like, oh, right, because I'm a human being and we have feelings and I'm going to, and of course, you know, this thing with my husband happened, <laughs> you know, right. many things happened, but it's, it's, so, you know, it really is about, I think for just, you know, you can't predict. I mean, I would never have in a million years thought what was happening in in Ukraine would be happening Mm. or, you know, what is happening, you know, with the George Floyd, you know, like I was thinking, God, we've come so far, but yet you just don't know exactly what may happen. And so that there is obviously unpredictability and change. And I feel like you just have to, um, it's like be a sand surfer or, or a surfer in a way. I mean, the adapting to change is really important to know that you can, no matter what, um, figure out a way to make it okay, to, mm-hmm. to find a way to, and, and that is a big lesson I try to help my kids to know too, you know, because of course they're in the beginning, you know, just graduating from college, that type of thing. So it, it's so important to be able to see those, those role models of, uh, and modeling of that behavior, like, well, you know, cause it, it, life just throws challenges at you. I mean, that was a great uh, book that I read. Um, Scott M. Peck's, you know, um, God, the, the, the road less traveled. That was a big influential book, but I mean, his first uh, sentence was life is, you know, life is hard or life is difficult. And I thought, yeah, right. Um, it, it, it is, but it's, but you know, the thing is the more coping skills that you have, um, and you can ask for help. People really do want the universe rises up to help you. It, it really yeah. can if you let it. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that is a really, um, it's been very, very true for me. I think that's the other piece of it is sometimes I feel like I have to, you know, figure out and solve everything on my own. And it's really, you can surrender mm-hmm. those, you know, and, and again, those are what those, you know, those kind of daily meditations and things really help me to, to understand, like, don't, don't stress on it. Just, you know, if you can turn it over and I know that's easier said than done, but with practice over time, you know, cause I, I do remember my husband asking me, he's like, what do you mean? Turn it over. What is that? You know, how does that turn it over to what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. I was just like, you know, 
it, it, but it, it can be, and I can understand somebody asking, that's a very legitimate question, but I would just say, you know, it's like sitting with it. Don't feel like you have to solve it right there. And then you can turn it over, you know, and again, maybe it's more of a mental exercise, but that really has, um, it, it really does work anyway, yeah. for me, it does work. Yeah. Yeah. It's trusting the process, right? Mm-hmm. Which again, it's mm-hmm. an easy trusting the way that things are going to roll out that you in presencing right now, mm-hmm. what can I do right now? What's the right, what's, what feels good right now? Sometimes what feels good right now is bawling your eyes out um, or <laughs> staying home and not going to the dinner that you don't feel it. And other times what feels right is to pause and mm-hmm. write down five things you're grateful for, or, um, you know, getting off, especially around those subjects that we're wanting so, so badly to control or change the outcome of something that we can't change the outcome of. I, there, there was a full circle kind of moment for me when you were talking about when you were comparing it to a surfer, because you <laughs> talked about the windsurfer on the Stanford pamphlet. Oh, yeah. You, you know, and just so I just had this moment of, of, you know, yeah. there's some things you can control, right? When you're, oh. when you're windsurf, when you're on that. <laughs> But but, right. but the wind you can't control, right? Like, no. right? That's bigger than ourselves. Um, well, it's true. Yes, and practicing that go with the flow, and what, and I know those. You know, sometimes again, those are just they, they're terms, but they really do. Like you were just saying, writing things down. You know, keeping that journal. I'm not a huge writer, although I'd like to be. <laughs> That's another thing <laughs> I aspire to. <laughs> I, I would love to be, um, and to write more. Um, but even if it's just saying out loud in the morning, those five things or that one thing um, that I'm grateful for, boy, that can just change the trajectory of my day. Yeah. Um, you know, it really, it really can. Um, yeah. And again, I'm just, you know, I, I would not have wanted this to be the situation, but then I just have to release that because again, it's not anything I can change. And um you know, again, it just always leads me right back to the, you know, the gratitude and, 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 you know, just knowing that more goodness will come, you know, more, more abundance will come. Um, and, you know, I talk to my husband all the time, just mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately it's, he's not with me, but you know, right. It, right. and that helps. I mean, yeah. that works, that works. Yeah. <laughs> so You've told you there were so many good nuggets in this, but for you, Marisa, what is resilience? Oh yeah. Um, what is that's a really that's a very good question. I was thinking about it. I mean, well, it, again, this 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 life rewards action because I I think that for me is such a big. You, you may be down, but you're not out. You may be, you know, and and because there's going to be other times, you know, of course, that's just the way it will it will be. Um, but I've, I I think it's just because of the the, the practice and the and the, um, um, you know, the the I and I desire to you know to be happy, joyous, and free. I really do. That is something that's really you know, I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be there for my friends and show up. And so resilience is about taking the steps to, to take care of that so that I can then be, you know, show up as a better self. Right. And so it, it really is, um, when, when that action is needed, um, you know, if it's, and it's the daily practice, it's the, um, 
you know, just being there for my kids and for my family, um, all of those things. And to know that we can, I mean, we, we can get through, you know, we can, um, we can overcome. Um, and in a, in a really positive and fun, silly way too. I mean, that's the other thing, you know, I just try to do, um, things with, a with a lot of, um, with a lot of, uh, with a lot of love and, 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 and fun, I think, because I, I am, I can kind of be like a silly, <laughs> can kind of be like a silly person. Well, like a but, playfulness to it all, right? It doesn't all, even the yeah. gratitude and the self-care doesn't have to be heavy and serious, right? That it should feel joyful and playful um, yeah. when it can, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know, it's, that's a really, I mean, it's a big question in terms of big, but at the same time, it's just the picking yourself up and doing it again, picking yourself up, doing it again and, and going, you know, what do I need today? What do I need right now? How do I get through this situation? Um, and um, often it can lead, it's, it, it often leads to very internal kinds of things. And then, you know, but there's so much um, joy and abundance in, in going within. And then you have a lot more to share with others. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's that, it's that being there for yourself truly in a true, so that you can be and show yes. up in the way you yes. want to with us. You got to show up for yourself in that way first. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which has been a, such a theme throughout all of these conversations has yeah. been, um, you know, how even, how do I show up for myself mm-hmm. first? Not always easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I know. It's like that thing, you know, put your mask on your child, you know, yes. on yourself and then oh, right. your child. And I thought, right. oh my God, that's a metaphor for so many things, but, right. but it is really true. And it isn't, it isn't in a, it's not a self, uh, selfish thing, really. It's it, it it is there so that you can show up and be there um, with you know love and abundance for others, you know, because that's really what you know how I want to live my life. Um, and and so um, I'm I like I said, I'm very grateful for all those and and the experiences that I've yet to have <laughs> that mm-hmm. have that have really helped me. Um, you know, to be who I am today, which is, which I really love who I am today. And I, and I cannot say that back, you know, a while ago, I could not yeah. say that. Well, I'm grateful for who you are today and that oh, our paths crossed. Yes. Um, and if only through Zoom and microphones, but still just <laughs> the authenticity with which you show up and showed up for this conversation, I um, am deeply grateful for. And I know that uh, those listening will connect to um, your path to resilience in that, you know, it's not just a one-time thing that we need to reconnect back in and reconnect back in and reconnect back in or get, you know, huge gust of wind comes through and we go, (laughs) holy moly, what just happened? But going, you seem so grounded in your core stability of gratitude, Mm-hmm. of that life takes action, life rewards action, life um, rewards and it. just seeking out the goodness. Where's the good here? Where's the good here? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's been a pleasure too. I mean, oh. I, I really feels good to, to share it too. That, that I will say for sure. If it, you know, one person finds some, some goodness in there, Hey, that's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and the power, you know, 
the power of being able to share our stories um, yes. and, and feeling vulnerable enough to say, yeah, you know, we've all got some stuff and here's mine. Um, mm. And here's how I'm, here's I'm, how I'm coping with it. And maybe that can be helpful for you, you know, see it connection. You talk, that was another theme throughout everything that you talked about, yeah. as you talked about your family and your friends and your sisters and your mother and your father, and just the people, your, your teams, human connection is oh, part so of trauma recovery. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, you're you're absolutely right. And I've also started a book club that's been together, the Sisters of the Yam. They wouldn't forgive me if I didn't mention them. Um, because that again, trying to create that support for myself and you know, also it's been for them as well, but through the joy of reading. So, you know, lots of things that 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 we can do, obviously, to build that um that resilience. Yeah. you know, and sustain it over time. But anyway, it's been just such a pleasure talking to you too. <laughs> Same. Thanks so much and take good care. Okay. Thanks. All right, talk to you soon. So many great lessons from Marisa in that conversation and pretty profound, I think, to have the two big subjects of uh, cocaine and alcohol addiction and then sudden loss of her husband that she was married to for 33 years. And in each of those really difficult life experiences, looking for the good from a place of gratitude and grace. So action steps from this as I'm sitting here pondering is, you know, I really appreciate the message of seeking within to find stability. And I think that's something that we're all seeking to redefine as we're coming out of the pandemic and yet so, and with so much going on around the world, the war in Ukraine, the increase in mental health needs and uh, just all of these things that can help us can be very unsettling and feel unstable. And so this reminder to go back within ourselves and to pinpoint, you know, where are those, where are we feeling anxiety, depression, sadness, anger? Why? You know, just letting the, thinking that through. and. How might we look at whatever may be causing those feelings and look for something to appreciate in our lives right now? As Marisa said, maybe as simple as the fact that we're able to take a breath in and a breath out with clean air. But starting there, starting with appreciation and gratitude of looking at what is good around us, what is going well around us. All of those things help to shift shift us towards more inner stability. And from that inner stability, we're able to show up. I loved Marisa talking, you know, showing up abundantly, showing up with love and with grace because we might feel down, but we're not out. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to 
having you here back again for next month's episode. Take care. Thanks for joining Pathways to Resilience, an initiative of Community Solutions. For more information, visit us at www.communitysolutions.org.